so when I was a kid, I got into NASCAR, you know, from that day after church, seeing the rainbow car, and then eventually I got my mom into it and got my grandpa Bob into it. Uh, and, you know, just as a personal note, um, you know, my grandpa on Valentine's Day weekend, a week of the Daytona 500 was diagnosed uh, with cancer and it was just awful. And, you know, those are two things I, you know, I love my, I'm named after him, Grandpa Bob, I'm, I'm Rob. And uh, he's, I'm happy to say that he's doing much better, much better now. But uh, between him being in the hospital, you know, and then with Ryan Newman, that really kind of threw me and, and really was jarring. And then with everything that's happened, but you know, you guys over the years have really been there for us and provided a lot of joy. And then, you know, uh, COVID-19 comes along and, and kind of th that all happens. Um, but I just, I'm really grateful for um, the way that you guys responded in, in that difficult time, you know, during COVID-19. And it really felt like in my life that the wheels were falling off. And I've, you know, since gone to therapy, I'm talking to people feeling a lot better and, you know, NASCAR is back, so I'm feeling better now. But I remember the one day that I knew that it was going to turn around was I went on Twitter and you were there in all your glory. I think you were in the same shirt you're wearing right now. And you were talking about how NASCAR was going to go and, and do iRacing. And you, yeah. and I remember that I have it saved. I think I retweeted it. Um, that was a really special moment. And I know that from a, a previous interview that, you know, you have always kind of looked for, um, you know, in difficult times to look for the good in the bad. And you certainly along the way had some really difficult times, but that day was really great. But could you maybe, you know, it's not always a Daytona 500 wins, there's ups and downs in life. Could you maybe speak to that philosophy of finding the good and the bad and how that applies to today? Yeah, you, you know, Rob, I'm 61 years old and I've got to say uh, this, this time period that we, we are in, we have been in, scariest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, 9-11 was scary, but I think shortly after 9-11, you, you knew that we were coming back. Right. You no, know, it seemed to be more of a known. I mean, we will never ever forget that day as long as we live right. uh, in the people's lives that were impacted, the people that were, were injured, that lost their lives, the frontline workers that lost their lives that day, the families that lost loved ones and friends, we'll never ever forget them. Right. And we will honor them every single year, especially on September the 11th. Right. But I think because of all the unknowns, with this COVID-19, every day was scary. And I remember sitting here in my very office on a Friday, uh, I'm gonna say 12 to 13 weeks ago, roughly, and the unknown that was there. I got a phone call that morning that said, do not go to the studio, that we were not gonna cover practice in Atlanta, that the schedule was changing and scared to death. And then of course, a few hours later, Everything got scratched at Atlanta Motor Speedway and the race teams and everybody was headed home. Yeah, you guys were holding then, out. I remember that. I never, yeah, yeah. And then that we got into that following, you know, we spent that weekend and it's like you were lost. We didn't know where to go, what to do, and had no idea what the future held. Zero. And then about midweek of that week, our bosses reached out to Mike Joy, Jeff Gordon, myself, and said, would you guys entertain doing some iRacing events. Heck yeah, we'll do anything. And I didn't even know how to spell iRacing. And to be able to go to the studio that following weekend, which would have been the weekend that we would have been in Miami Homestead, and to do that, i just so proud of our bosses at Fox and FS1 that was aggressive enough 
to try something. And, and we went in that studio to do that iRacing events, Rob, and, and we had no idea. We had no idea how it was going to be, how it was going to work, <laughs> if we were going to have 10 viewers or 10,000 viewers. And to do that for seven consecutive weeks, well, we, we didn't do one Easter weekend. We took Easter weekend, but to do seven out of eight weeks and had fun with it. And, you know, we were not turning our back on what our country and our world was going through. Right. That the people that were suffering from the disease, the people that had lost their jobs, the, the people that had lost family members and friends, we were not turning our back on that. But our goal was to go in that studio for an hour and a half or two hours, one day a week, and just provide some entertainment and create a distraction from what was going on in our country and in our world. It was a distraction for us. It's something we needed. Right. And I'm just very proud that we were able to do that, that we didn't just roll over and say, you know what, we just got to wait and see. And our, our bosses could have very easily just rolled old races, you know, every weekend from Saturday and Sunday, but that, that wasn't what they, they wanted to do. And, you know, Robert Yates taught me a really important lesson that, that I try to live by today, whether it's on a professional level or on a personal level. He said, the person, we don't like change. None of us like change. You know, we're creatures of habit. If something's going good, the last thing we want to do is change it. But the people that do embrace change or the person that embraces change, that's the people, that's the person that will prevail. And in his message to me when I was his crew chief is we would get a rule change and I would just lose my mind. It's like, why are they doing this? This is yeah. going <laughs> to hurt us. I don't know how we can do this. And he would say, stop. The person that looks at this change and goes, how can I make this change good? How can I make this change better? That's the person that's going to prevail. An example I'm going to give you, Rob, is for 15 years, I'd been in the broadcast booth with Mike Joy and Daryl Walter. 15 years, 2001 through 2015. And headed into 2016, they hired Jeff Gordon, which was a no-brainer. Are you kidding me? A guy that had won 93 races, four championships. You're going to put him in, a, in the booth with Daryl Walter, who had won 83 races and three championships. This is a no-brainer. But what was I going to do? And they came up with a plan that they're going to create a position for me in a separate booth. I'm still going to be an analyst. And you know what? I could have fought it. I could have stomped and snarled and complained and moaned and groaned. More than likely, had I done that, when my contract was up at the end of 2016, I probably was going to be done with Fox. But I made the decision, whatever they do with me, wherever I go, I'm going to take that change and I'm going to figure out how to make it good and I'm going to succeed with it. And I feel like that I was able to do that. And that's the same thing that my attitude, quite honestly, I think our attitude with Fox was during this pandemic. And then I think it's also our approach, even though we're back at the track racing, it's still different. It's one day shows, no practice, no qualifying, no fans. It's far from normal but we're just trying to create some entertainment for our fans that hopefully takes their mind off of what's going on right now, still today in our country and in this world. 
Absolutely. I think that I, I screamed like a, like a girl when, they, when you guys came back. I was down in my garage. I made like a projector. And, and when you guys came back, it went green. I'll tell you, man, I, I cried. It was, it was amazing just to, to hear the roar of the engines again. And uh, it was really incredible. I know it's been great for my family and definitely has infused some optimism in our life. So even though it's, uh, you know, without the fans and stuff like that, as a fan, I could say personally that it, it has been absolutely incredible. And you guys came back uh, in a huge way, uh, Jeff Gordon posted, you guys had 6.32 million viewers uh, for Darlington. Now, I, I don't know what it was like in the heyday, but for now, that, sound, that seems like a lot of people that really tuned in. And, um, you know, for people that are, are new to the sport, my friend, by the way, I've been kind of an evangelist for NASCAR recently because there's nothing else on TV and it's a unique moment. My friend Thomas, I got a plus one. He's been asking me questions and you couldn't believe it when I said that I was interviewing Larry Mack today. But I'm <laughs> Well, I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah. 